I'm Asa Crow, and this is As You Go. You've probably heard the verses from Galatians about spiritual fruit. As a kid, you may have sung a song about them or memorized the list for a gold star in Sunday school, just after snacks and before the flannel graph Bible study. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Ol, ol. At least, that's the tune I learned. We know what these things are, but what does it mean that they are called fruit? We think we know about fruit because we see it piled high in pyramids every week at the grocery store. With the perfect side always facing discerning customers, we try to select the best by our various means. We might even know how to pick the perfect melon or discover the most ripe pineapple. But our grocery store experience in the produce aisle separates the fruit from its origin. Those apples and oranges and lemons all started out as small seeds. Then they grew into saplings and eventually trees, and only after a long process did they arrive hanging from a branch. Sounds like a lot of time. Who can wait on a small seed to grow into a tree full of the fruit of the Spirit when we have an inbox full of emails and a sink full of dirty dishes? So a lot of us fake it. Our penchant for fruit that appears perfect makes us pretend to bear spiritual fruit, like those imitation displays at the supermarket. The plastic fruit looks just as good on Instagram and much better than a tiny unripe grape, or worse, the seasons where there are completely barren branches. Sure, we can zip-tie plastic fruit to our drooping spiritual branches by modifying our behavior, but that's no more convincing than Christmas ornaments are edible. Sure, we can act out loving behaviors, but that doesn't make us a loving person. Just as you would be disappointed to bite into a perfectly-looking apple only to sink your teeth into waxy plastic, those around us aren't exactly excited when our virtuous appearance turns out to have little substance when scrutinized. Fake fruit fastened to barren branches may look nice, but it won't nourish anyone in our shade. The good news is that the fruit that Paul writes about is grown in us, not by us. No amount of trying to change our own behaviors will change our heart. Thankfully, we don't have to create our own fruit. We just have to cooperate with the growing process. God invites us to join Him as He develops the fruit of the Spirit in us. Jesus planted, and we may water, but it's God who gives the growth. As You Go is an offering of the Immersion Direction Network, a team of spiritual directors and formation coaches dedicated to the development of others. At Immersion Direction, our calling is to help you pursue yours. If you'd like to invest in your formation, we'd love to help you keep growing. Find us at ImmersionDirection.com.